We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Here comes the blitz. Down the middle and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another weekly edition of Twitter Spaces. This is the pregame show, Lions, Patriots. Yes, I put extra emphasis on the Patriots this week. We are playing the Matt Patricia New England Patriots. No, he's not the head coach, but we're playing his offense this week. I got my two guys, as always, Mr. Malcolm Hart, Peter. How you boys doing today? How you guys feeling on this pregame? A little before an hour before kickoff. Let's go, man. I want to see what AG is going to do this week. I'm excited. Um, and I know the players that played under Patricia are probably just want to give it to him as well. I'm excited, man. Malcolm, how you feeling? It's football Sunday, man. I'm good, man. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do. I'm not as excited as Pierre because Pierre thinks they're going to just change shit and, 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 and shut shit down. I got to see this <laughs> shit first, man. I got to see this shit first yeah. because I've, if, if, they, if they fuck this shit up, I'm punching somebody in the face. Yeah, this is... That's how I feel right now. I'm putting the label, must-win game today. You can't follow one and four going into the bye week. This is a Damn the record. Damn the record. And I was just going to say, damn the record. You're playing Matt Patricia. You cannot lose to Matt Patricia today. And and Matt Patricia and a third-string quarterback. That is like the biggest slap in the face of all time. Yeah. Can't lose this game. All right, let's get... You cannot lose this game. Let's get into the inactives for both these teams. Pierre, you want to go ahead and read off the Lions and Patriots inactives? You can start with the Lions first. Yeah, uh, DJ Chark's inactive. Defensive lineman John Kaminsky's inactive. Uh, Kaminsky's actually close to returning. Charles Harris uh, hurt his groin impact. He's inactive. Safety, Juju Hughes, healthy scratch. Tackle, Matt Nelson is inactive. And then Amani Awarie, the surprise inactive. He's a healthy scratch. He's played awful these past few weeks. And then uh, running back Johnny Swift still dealing with the ankle and shoulders and active. And then for the Patriots, you got defensive lineman Lawrence Guy, defensive end Demarcus Mitchell, quarterback Mac Jones, tight end Johnny Smith, Ooh. DB Jack Bledsoe, 
Cornerback Sean Wade and running back Pierre Strong. He has the best name in the world. Shout out to Pierre Strong. But uh, um, okay, let's talk about these lines and actors. Then we'll get a little bit into those Patriots ones. Amani O'Rourke. That's the big one. Obviously, I think the other ones were kind of, you know, kind of expected. I think Juju Hughes. Eh, I would say a slight. You know, not nothing significant. Nothing really to talk about there. Amani O'Rourke. That's the big one. Obviously. You know, Dan Campbell said earlier this week that they're going to switch up what they're doing on defense, mainly personnel-wise. And this is the first big domino that we're going to see an adjustment on Sunday. Um, Amani has been a starter once, you know, when he's been healthy outside the commander's game because he was hurt. Uh, But other than that, he's been the starting outside corner and has had the majority of the snaps in these games. And this game, he's not even activated versus the Patriots. Um Whoever wants to take it, Pierre, Malcolm, what do you guys expect to see from the secondary today with Noah Monty? Who is some potential replacements? Um, I think Dan Campbell mentioned that Will Harris is, is going to play this week. I don't necessarily know if he'll start because I know they do like Savion Smith as well. And they also activate A.J. Parker. So do they put Hughes on the outside, put A.J. in the nickel, or try Chase Lucas? I don't I don't know who's going to start, honestly. They have a lot of lots of options, but... If I had to guess right now, I'd say Will Harris is a starter opposite of Jeff Okuda. Yeah. Um, we should announce some roster moves, too. Not just the inactives, but the Lions have promoted cornerback A.J. Parker to the 53-man roster, placed Quintez Cephas on IR. And the Lions have also promoted wide receiver Maurice Alexander to the 53-man roster. And then we have kicker Michael Badgley. And like you mentioned, Savion Smith, they'll be on the active slash inactive list, which obviously they are elevated for the game. They're activated for this. Badgley, no surprise. He's going to be a starting kicker. And then um, Savion Smith is activated. I agree. I think the outside corners look like Will Harris and Jeff Okuda. And then I wouldn't even be shocked in this game, you know, in the nickel. Mike Hughes has had some troubles too. And I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if we see a guy like A.J. Parker potentially step in and play as a starter. You know, he started in for this team last year, was solid for the team, didn't make the team out of preseason. But – Maybe he showed this team something in you know uh, in practice in these last four weeks that maybe he's earned an opportunity with a guy like Hugh struggling. Maybe we see a guy like AJ Parker step in as a starter at nickel. And hey, the seventh round pick, Chase Lucas. Um, you know he's been on the team a whole year. He's another guy that we can maybe see at nickel. Malcolm, what are you expecting from the secondary today uh, as far as personnel? I mean, it could be it could be Will Harris. I mean, that's that's the talk that everybody's been talking about all week has, has been Will Harris. Could they, you know, shift things around, put Mike Hughes on the outside? It's possible. Um, I just, I'm just not too sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's possible. The thing is, I haven't seen Mike Hughes on the outside all year. So if they do that, it'll be like, okay, he hasn't really taken any snaps or practice on the outside. But, you know, when he was in the Chiefs, that's where he played his best football when he was on the outside. So we'll see what happens, man. I mean, to be honest uh, – if they keep person as far as like the scheme the same, is is I think the results are going to be because I don't think Will Harris as far as in coverage wise is much of an upgrade over Amani uh, Warrior. Even though Amani Warrior has been bad, but they look at Amani Warrior situation. I mean, he's been on the island by himself, no help. <laughs> so I mean, if, if you put Will Harris in the same situation, I think it'll be the same results. So unless they're switch, switching things up, zoning people out, having you know maybe two safeties high, it, it may be beneficial. I mean, Will Harris is a better tackler. I mean, if you want to look at nitpick and say, yeah, maybe um, Amani Warrior hasn't been the best tackler and Will Harris is a better tackler, then, yeah, I mean, that, that's an upgrade there. But as far as coverage-wise, I think they're the same damn guys. Um, maybe maybe, maybe put Amani Warrior as far as a better cover guy. So we'll, we'll see, you know, how, how it looks. 
I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if Chase Lucas gets some snaps. I want to see if Chase Lucas is out there. And it's because he actually beat out AJ Parker in camp. So it'll be kind of odd for you know him to beat well, out AJ Parker in camp. Presumably he beat. I wouldn't say he beat him out. I would say he got the roster spot because he has more potential and they wanted to carry him. They didn't want to risk losing him on waiver. So I wouldn't say he necessarily won the spot over Chase Lucas. He won the – Mike Hughes beat out A.J. Parker, I would say, more than Chase Lucas yeah. beat out A.J. Parker. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's, that's true. Um, but I want to see if they put Chase Lucas out there um, because I think Chase Lucas could probably give you that spark that, you know, maybe the team need, you know. I, I got to see how he plays. I, I, I don't know. My, my biggest thing right now is – is the safety. I want to see what they're going to do at safety. I think that's a – because if you look at what, last week, I think that was probably like our biggest issue with safety. So I want to see what they do there. I want to see if things are the same, if they put somebody else in there. I just want to see what they do at the safety position. Yeah. I mean, no Juju Hughes this week. They started Kirby Joseph last week. Um, it's going to be interesting. You know, Malafanu is activated again this week. Didn't have a role last week. Maybe that changes this week and he gets some type of a role. Again, he is learning the position. Uh, it's tough, man. You're really nitpicking here of, you know, who, who are you going to start at the safety position? You could go with the guy who's going to make a second career start, potentially Kirby Joseph, who was really rough in game one. Uh, Juju's obviously inactive. Even when he was playing, wasn't really that good. And then, um, iffy, you know, we haven't really seen him. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think if I were to play it out, I, I don't think they're going to stick to one guy uh, in the quarterback room, in the safety room. I think it's really, it's like if it's a short lease for all these guys outside of maybe Jeff Okuda, like all these guys, if they make a mistake, they could be pulled at any time in this game. I, like I wouldn't be shocked if Will Hurst gives a big play, Savion Smith could be inserted. Or if AJ Parker gives a big play, assuming he starts, Mike Hughes goes in. Like I think a lot of these guys are going to be on short leashes today outside of Jeff Okuda in the secondary and Deshaun Elliott. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners, it's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Odds Traders. Odds Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, so the betters can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R dot com slash bluewire. Odds Traders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened, guys. I just lagged out, but thank God I'm back. Um, I, I... But what's up? Tyler, let me ask you: Is that the best? You think, do you think that's the best move right now? What putting these guys on short leashes? <laughs> yeah, and then you having replacements like Savion Smith. They like. Uh, I mean, I what I would do is I would play by half. I mean, if a guy's having a rough first half, take him out. Like, like we can't keep doing what we're doing, expecting different results. Like, you got to adjust eventually. And I'm kind of like you, Malcolm. I want to see how it's going to actually affect the gameplay because I don't know if just. Stuffling Will Harris for Amani Ori is just going to fix anything instantly. Uh, I think the bigger problem right now is the scheme more than the personnel. So I want to see if that's the real adjustment. I mean, switching players around, trying to expect something different, that's cool and on. Maybe you do get a guy that plays with some spark and, you know, he gives you something. That's the hope, obviously. But I think the bigger issue here is the scheme more than anything. It is a scheme. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to run a a cover zero blitz and you have. You have a Will Harris on the outside covering. Who's covering this week? Well, they don't have great receivers. They have like Jacoby Myers and Devontae Parker and those well, type of guys. Well, just looking at last week, I mean, you had, you know, the same scheme, and then you had a Mario Warrior on the island with Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. I mean, and Tyler Lockett's good. He's a good-ass receiver. And you're telling him, all right, we're going to cover zero. We're going to send the pressure. Yo, there was some play that Jim Smith was just throwing the ball up. He was like, uh, I think I think Tyler Lockett's that way. And he just threw the shit up. And you know he Tyler Lockett make adjustments and he made the catch, but it, it's it's come on, you're gonna you're gonna have him running cover zero. If you do have Will Harris running cover zero. It's gonna be the same shit. I don't think they're gonna do that this week. They said they're making some adjustments to their scheme as well. I don't think like zero blitz, but I think they they're still gonna blitz because uh, last week when Bailey Zappi was blitzed, he struggled. Versus when he was in a clean pocket, he kind of cooked. Yeah, so I, let's him. Yeah. We got to mention, we're playing Bailey Zappi. Like, I don't think that's even being, like, mentioned a lot. Like, I know our defensive woos, and, 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 like, we shouldn't be taking anybody lightly because we've played a guy like Geno Smith, who has been our journeyman for many years, and he absolutely cooked our defense. So I understand not wanting to uh, take a guy like Bailey Zappi lightly, and, and you shouldn't. But I do think the number one focus when you look at this defensive game plan you got to stop those running backs. They got two legit running oh backs. God. They got Damian Harris and they got Ramondre Stevenson. They're two legit backs. Um, that's the number one game plan. You know, put these uh, put these Patriots in 
uh, a third and long situation, a third and mid situation. Let Bailey Zappi beat you with his arm. You know, you can't have these drives where New England is just running down your throat and you can't get off the field and your offense can't, can't even get on the field because they're stalling out their drives on offense. If they do that, I mean, that that's where you're kind of giving New England a shot to win this game if they're running all over you. Yeah, uh, they're both averaging 4.6 yards per carry and they are their O-line is moving people as well. Like, this is a legitimate run game. Yeah. Let me let me actually got the question, man. This is a legit question, man, because this this question been on my mind all week. All right, if you know, say if we give up, like we can't stop the run this game. Say we can't stop the run this game, we give up over 150 yards on the ground, maybe 200. I mean, I mean that's normal for Detroit. Um, we give you know 150 yards, 200 yards on the ground, and Bailey Zappi has a great game. Bailey Zappi. Has no turnovers. Bailey Zappi has over 250 yards. Bailey Zappi is completing over 65%. And they win this game. What do you do in this bye? I don't you think going to this bye. What, 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 what do you do? I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, but the question is like, it's a hypothetical. You're not answering my question. You're not answering my question. Okay, yeah, answer the, answer the question. He said the hypothetical. I don't know. What do you do, bro? Like, what do you do? I don't know. No, that's. I mean, the defense. I mean, you're just saying it can't happen. We just gave this shit to Geno fucking that, Smith that, just no. now. Yeah, act like this can't happen. We just gave to Geno Smith. I'll answer your question. There's, yes, answer, please there, answer my question. There's going to be serious consequences. Like, you're giving AG the benefit of the doubt last week to hopefully fix it. I mean, the defense has been horrendous all year. I mean, in the first month of September, right? Um, if that happens. I, I wouldn't be shocked, man. Like, if we see some real defensive changes, and when I mean real defensive changes, like, AJ might not be the play caller anymore. Like, I mean that, like, that seriously. And that might sound like an overreaction, but it really isn't. If you're letting Bailey Zappi cook your, your defense uh, and you don't have an answer at the bye week and just keep running it back, that's insanity. It's, it's expecting different results doing the same shit. Like, I need serious changes if that happens today. Yeah, I'm with Tyler. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I now, hope now I'm with Pierre. Let's not talk about that. Let's yeah, just hope let's that doesn't happen. Um, one thing I think we should talk about though is this running because I remember last year the Patriots they had a game where like Mac Jones threw a few passes and they ran the ball down. I forgot who it was, but they ran the ball really well and ended up winning that game, right? Well, that was versus Buffalo yeah. in, in a windy ass well, game. Yeah, it was like uh, yeah, I know yeah, the, the weather conditions really like, bad. New England is not going to rely necessarily on Zappy. They're going to rely on their running game. So if you stop them in first down and second down, force them to like those second and third long situations, force them to pass, that's how you win this game. Now, you're not going to like stop them completely, but if you could limit them a little, that's how you win because their rushing attack is one of the best in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you got to figure – yeah, yeah, put accountability. We're ranked, what, 29th in the run? What's the chances of us stopping the run? 32nd. 32nd. I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me on that. 32nd on the run. What's the chances of us stopping the run game right now? Well, that's got to be your biggest emphasis. You don't really got much receivers threats here. You don't really have much of a quarterback threat here. That's got to be the number one emphasis. Now, like like Peter said, you're not going to completely stop it. But as much as you can limit them and stall out drives where they're maybe only kicking field goals or you can force actually a force a punt this week, yeah, potentially, please. Um, then you have a shot. But if they're just scoring touchdowns off this running game and they're milking clock, that's when it gets scary. And I think you could be able to tell how this game's going to go pretty early on. Um, and, we'll, and we'll see the we'll see what they could do. I mean, uh, we'll see. I personally, I personally think what could, be, what could get scary because this, I mean, even when you look at this defense itself, they're a defense that lets you, they make you shoot yourself in the foot. 
So yeah, could they play this running game and have that defense, you know, play that shoot yourself that make you shoot yourself in the foot type shit? Yeah, they it could be a really long day for us. That defense is now nothing to play with, man. They're even though they're you know that New England Patriots scheme defense, they they have some dogs out there, man. There's some guy that can really get after you. Yeah, this is going to be a big test for this Lions offense this week. I know the offense has been f- phenomenal. You get Amon Rossi and Burrell back this week, which is a huge addition. It's going to be interesting to see his role on the offense because he only practiced on Friday on a limited capacity. So I don't know if he's going to be a full go on, on this game. We'll see. Uh, we'll see the exact role. But no DJ Chark again, once again this week. Uh, I think this is a big test for the offense. You know, The offense has been phenomenal so far from these first four weeks. We've talked about it. They've been historic so far. Uh, I think this is a big test because this is your first outdoor game, first of all. You're playing a New England Bill Belichick defense. That's not a joke. So I want to see what this offense could do. And if they have another big game where they score 28-plus or something like that, I think people are really going to start to buy into this offense. I think people are already pretty much bought into the offense, but like they'll really buy in and think this offense is legitimate and sustainable if they could have a good day offensively versus New yeah. England defense. One thing, my bad, that we're 30th in the run defense, but one thing, the Patriots are also 26th against the run, yeah. but they're pretty good against the pass, and historically, Jared Goff has struggled against the Bill Belichick defense. If you look at his three games, I think he's played three games against the Patriots. They haven't been good. Yeah. So And, and even uh, for context, when we played him in 2018, when he was on the Rams, you know, we, we did a pretty good job with Goff. I know we lost the game, but Patricia – kind of figure out how to stop that Sean McVay and Jared Goff offense. Now, again, this is a little different. You got Ben Johnson here. So I wouldn't use those past references as a, as a stat in this game necessarily, but I guess it's kind of relevant. And you have a good, like a great running game here as well. So it's, it's uh we'll see what they do. Getting Amon Ross St. Brown's huge. It's uh, definitely huge to get him back. I'm, I'm interested to see his compa- like how they're going to use him today and in, in the capacity to use him. One thing I do want to mention, though, last week on our episode, we mentioned that Tyquan Thornton uh, will probably be out, but they actually activate him, and he is active. He's the Patriots' speedy second-round receiver. Um, he's dangerous. Yep. All right. You guys want to do some predictions, then we'll get our locks of the weeks? Let's yep. go, man. All right. I'll start off with you, Pierre. Well, here, let me read off the records first. So, records with Lions picks. Um, Pierre's in first place right now at 3-1. and one. And me and Malcolm are tied at second with a two and two record. We all received losses last week because we all took the Lions to win, and they were favorites, so they, they obviously lost. So, uh, Pierre, what do you got this week? Uh, what's the spread at three and a half? I believe. Uh, right now it's minus three. I see on ESPN. I don't know what you guys use. Okay, we'll go with minus three. What do you got? I'm gonna go Lions plus three, and then uh, should I say my lock or is that? No, that's after. You say you, you, say you score. All right, I'm going to say let's go 27 to 21. Okay. All right. And Malcolm, what do you got here? All right. So I have Lions plus three. Um, This is a win. This is a game they cannot lose. They, I, 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 I don't care. I don't care who's out there. You're playing against Matt Patricia's offense. Uh, uh, Matt Patricia. Let's say this again. We're playing against a Matt Patricia's offense. Okay. And, and we're playing against a third string quarterback. There's no reason to lose this game. Absolutely no reason. If they do, I am raising hell if we lose this game. Um, so the Lions, I think they have to win. I think they're going to win big. Um, I think, let's say, let's say 30, 32, 32, 32, 17. 
Oof, that would be a great day. That would be a phenomenal day if that happens. <laughs> Hope so. All right. Uh, I'm going to stick with the trend. I'll take Lions plus three as well. Underdogs in this game. Give me the points. I think they win this game outright as well. But, you know, you're giving me points as well on top of it. I'll take the Lions plus three. Give me a score of um, – I'm going to go a little more low score than you guys. I'll go 26-23 Lions. That's my score. All right. You guys want to do some bold predictions, and then we'll get into a uh, locks of the week around the NFL. Start off with you, Peter. What do you got? Bold prediction. A bold prediction. The Lions will hold the pages to under 120 rushing yards. Like it. Okay. Malcolm, what do you got here? Aiden Hutchinson come back to live, and he gets three sacks this game. Like it. Nice. Okay. How about this? Elevated from the practice squad. Savion Smith forces a turnover today. Like that one? Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Like it. Okay. Yeah, that All happens, right. man. He, he, that happens. He needs to be our starter. <laughs> All right. Locks of the week. Start off with you, Peter. What do you got? What do you like around the NFL? Give me the Eagles minus five and a half at Arizona. Okay. Putting it in my pile there right now. Malcolm, what do you got here? Jacksonville minus seven over the Houston Texans. Let's go. Let me put that in my parlay. Where is that? Right here. Okay. Um. Hey. I don't know if I should mention this. Post-divorce Tom versus the Atlanta Falcons. This is about to be demon time, Tom. Give me Tampa Bay minus 10 in Raymond James Stadium versus the Atlanta Falcons. I like this game in a blowout here. Come on. Tampa Bay offense. Tom Brady on demon time. Give it to me. That's my parlay for the week. Um, plus six away. These are great odds. So, you know, we, we actually hit last week. We actually hit our, our locks the week, all of us. Well, Peter pushed, but. Good stuff right there. I'll take it. All right. All right. Is that it? Is that all we got? Yeah, let's make up some people. Okay. We can do that. What's up, Sky? The Giants. Well, wait, wait, wait. By the way, by the, by the way, the, the, um, the Giants just beat the Packers. I was just oh, about yeah. to start with that. Welcome, boys. Hell morning, yeah. boys. Um, up, I do want to comment on a couple things real quick that you guys were talking about. Uh, one thing that I think that Malcolm said that was super fucking important that I agree with is this game means a lot more than we're like making it out to be. Like we are playing Matt Patricia, our ex shitter coach in Gillette against Bill Belichick. Like if there was a game to win going into the bye, a team to beat going into a bye, this is the team. Period. Absolutely. It proves so much. Absolutely. Across the board. Yeah. This is a must-win game, Sky. I, I labeled it must-win. It's a must-win. You're you right. You can't you can't lose you, this game. You cannot. You cannot lose this game. And as far as if we do lose this game, I don't want to see any type of talking about firing coaches doing any of that shit. Cause our defense is awful. Like talent wise. Like, I know you were, we're talking about schemes and what fits best. Like, that's what you do. You try to figure out, okay, I have a bunch of guys that are very below average and some guys that are literally learning as they go right now because they got thrown into the fire as rookies. And I need to figure out how to utilize these guys to their best ability because they're not stars. None of these guys are going to make plays for me every single play or every other play. None of these guys have that, except for maybe Akuda, which he's been playing decent with help. 
against really good wide receivers. So you do nothing. You let the coaches ride and then you get them more talent. You let Brad Holmes go to work. That's it. I mean, if it's like as bad as the Seattle game, there's going to be talks on firing but, coaches. But I don't Tyler, know if it'll actually happen. Gino was the most accurate quarterback. Yes, you said he was a journeyman. I understand that. But this is like okay, his what if first... I said if it happens again this week. Right, but again, I don't think Bailey Zappi is going to go out and go crazy. Bill Belichick is even... not – they're not going to open Bill, you know, Zappi up like you know G- Gino did. They're not going to do that. You know, you know that we know that. If they, yeah. if they do, if they do, then we're we're gonna watch the most insane Patriots game we've ever seen. So I got breaking news: uh, Deshaun Elliott is not starting at safety. Savion Smith and Kirby Joseph are. That is interesting. I just saw that right. What now. the fuck? Oh, okay. Guys, wait, I'm sounds sure. good. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. You taking out? You taking out Deshaun Elliott? During the week, uh, Deshaun Elliott. He said, like, I got to get out of Detroit on his burner account. I know he denied it. He did. He but did. I'm pretty sure that was him because he follows that page. And Ravens fans were saying that's his burner or his spinster, whatever you want to call it. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, this, and, 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 and look, look, this is the this is the, the, the defense, man. I mean. Exactly, Malcolm. <laughs> this is what our defense is. It's the worst in the NFL. And now we have this. Like no, but but you, not you're saying like all right, not I'm not saying had any head coaching change or anything like that. But say if say we go into this game and everything's on tape as far as what, what we screwed up last week. So say if Bailey Zappi is running the bootlegs and he's completing the bootlegs at a high level, which we could not stop at all last week. Completing, you know, we let Geno Smith kill us on the bootleg in the bootleg game. Complete ten yeah. out of twelve, just 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 running bootlegs. So say, so say they run the bootlegs and get that going, and to say we have no answer for the running game. Yeah, I think we have some big questions about H, uh, AG. I love AG. I don't, I don't think it's AG though, Malcolm. I, why? I, why isn't it the position because, coaches then? Because it, because that's what you gotta look at though. If if you're if you're fucking if your team is fucking up, you gotta look at the the the, the guy who's there. It's AG. He's the guy there, and I'm, you know what? And I said this before. I think AG is a great coach. Great coach. Awesome. Great guy, great coach. I think he could be a. I think he could be a great head coach too, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're a great coordinator. The, they're two different two different things, but he's a great guy, great coach. But he may may not be the best coordinator. I don't I don't know. He may not get these guys in the best positions to make the plays. I don't know. Running cover zero and having a minor warrior in the island. Come on now, is is more than you can you can say the players, but this is the type of shit that he's doing. I will agree with you that there was some very questionable calls in that game against Seattle, especially yeah. at the end of it. Like, there's no question about that. And then yeah. the week before that, that that was on Dan Campbell. So there has been questions about coaching. I am 100% on page that. But when it comes to undisciplined, like, football, like, I have to start looking, okay, Aaron Glenn, you're on the hot seat, but what is going on in your position, coaches? Like, why are we so undisciplined? Like, why are we still running upfield on, on quarterbacks that can get outside the pocket? You know, why are we doing these certain things? Why are we not? Why are we the team with the least batted balls in the NFL? Like, why is that? Like, there's there's so many questions that are like positional that I have to start rooting out a problem there before I start as AG is on the Hasi before I start talking about firing him. Now, Sky, it doesn't have to be AG, but there's got to be some type of changes. If exactly if the positional. 
They're Andy undisciplined football. It could be the DC. It could be, it's got to be someone that fights the staff. Someone's got to get the axe. Yeah, because, I mean, if, when, 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 you're, when you're playing against an opponent and they say, and they go to the podium after the game and they say, <laughs> they, say we, they, they laugh and say, you know what? We knew exactly what we looked there to give us on third downs, which they did. And then they just said we didn't know how to beat it because they get they showed the same look in the last four games on every single third down play. That's not the players. But see, here's my thing. Do you think that is purely Aaron Glenn in the coaching staff going really don't have much choice in what I can run here? Because if I do run anything that is that requires any amount of communication with my captain off the field and a bunch of rookies and a bunch of below average NFL players on my defense, can they understand and have enough communication amongst each other to actually understand and run the play correctly? Because honestly, cover zero is the easiest. You're running forward and you're blitzing and you're covering the guy in front of you. That's easy. It's hard, but concept wise, it's easy as shit. Uh, it, it's more to that, man. Like, like I can't even show you film, like the way he's lined up his defensive lineman. Like he's he putting he's loading up everybody to the line and just rushing everybody. It's like it's it is more to me it's more than the players. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you like talent up there, but it's, to me it's more than the players. All right, and I, I hope he gets it right. I hope he gets it right this week. I hope he gets it right this week and and things Agreed. are rolling. But it's if you're looking at looking at last week, you, you could point fingers and say, all right, it's a little bit more than the players. All right, Sky. Appreciate you, brother. Here. Take care, man. Thanks for coming out. Uh, next yes, sir. Uh, Dominic. All right. This will be our last one. Then we're going to hop another, off. Another, so another news also. Uh, A.J. Parker looks like st- starting at the nickel today. I like it. What's going on? What's, What's up, up, man? How you guys doing? What's up, man? Good, man. How you doing? I'm tired. This is some bullshit. I hate Sundays. How you feeling, brother? Uh, I'm pretty good, man. I like it's. I heard the other guy saying that's a must-win game. I agree. I want to go to Dubai with a W. Um, I saw that you know Monte Warrior was benched. I think that might be a good plan. Uh, just because I mean, uh, where where did he get like the fucking four flags? Was it against Seattle? It was six flags versus Minnesota. Six, oh my gosh, six flags versus Minnesota. Yeah, that, that I don't know. Like, it's there's got to be some discipline there, and I hope this is what gets him into gear. Um, offensively, we're cooking, so hopefully we can, you know, bring that momentum into this game, and you know, just get it going, and hopefully the defense can get a stop there. Man. That's all I want. I just want to see a stop. I want to see picks. I want to see, you know, some more sacks. But I mean, it's just. Uh, I was reading tweets and everything about, you know, trying to get the axe towards AG, but I, I don't think that's really what it is. Because, I mean, but, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. I mean, obviously, we'll see how they play this game. They're going to their bye. They're going to rework their game plan. And just hopefully they can make a difference. Hopefully they can, you know, make changes, changes in some personnel. Uh, I saw that Kirby, you said Kirby Joseph was going to start at safety today with uh, Deshaun Elliott or not? Savion Smith. Smith. They benched man, three players, looks like. Hughes, uh, Deshaun Elliott, and uh, Amani Warrior. And Mike Hughes, and, potentially. Uh, is active. So they're, they're making some changes already. I, I don't like this at all, man. I'm, I'm telling you this right now. I do not like this at all. Well, bro, he needs to get the fuck out of Detroit. I wonder if they saw they're like, all right, we're benching you. I, I get that, man, but 
but like iffy. Savion Smith? I mean, if he's definitely not showing something, if he's not playing, <laughs> there's got to be a reason why if he's not playing. So I mean, I don't like this. This is what's killing me right now. Like, if he was a promising up and coming corner last year when he played in the corner position, he played well before his guy injured. So you switch his position and make him completely useless. Like I don't, I don't get the shit. Savion Smith? Did he take one snap in camp at safety? Not that, to my knowledge, no. So, so you, you're sticking a corner at safety and say, "All right, we're gonna figure this shit out." So you're gonna have, you're gonna have, who who's, who you said starting at safety? Kirby and Savion. Kirby, who was completely ass cheeks last week, completely lost last week. It was his first he, game, to be fair. Okay, so you're gonna put a, you're gonna put him in the second game, so you could be completely lost in the second game, next to a corner. I think as you play, you learn from your mistakes and you develop. We'll as a rookie, as a rookie, no, it takes more than two games to be to play well, well and yeah, you're gonna put him next to a, play, a corner. If he doesn't play though, he's not gonna learn. Yes, you're putting him next to a corner. I mean, hey, bro. They, they, we'll see what they do. It looks like they have a plan, so we'll see what they do. Yep. All right, Sensei. All right, Sensei. Thanks for coming on. Uh, real quick, we'll bring up um, Dominic has been waiting. Okay, that's got to be the last one. We're a little over already. So. Yeah, we are we're over little, Dominic. We're a little over. Yeah, Ooh, after Dominic, Mike, that's it. You guys <laughs> could join us after the, uh, after the game, post-game show. I mean, that's where the answer is actually going to be there. We're just, like, assuming shit right now. I mean, not assuming, but, like, I want to see what actually happens before we, like, have all this criticism and all that. What's up, boys? How you do- What's up, What's up Dominic? What's up, boys? How What's you good, doing? Dominic? Good, man. Doing great. All right. So, I really just got a couple things to say. Um, yeah. Just to make sure you guys can hear me. You guys can't hear me, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, perfect. Because, like, I, don't, I can never tell on this, on my headphones for some reason, but... Okay, so I got three things to say, and then I'll let y'all go watch the game, because I actually got to skate, so I'm not going to be able to watch anything but, like, the third quarter. So I got three things. Number one, uh, like I think Sky was saying earlier, yeah, this is probably the most must-win game for the Lions. Like, I can't think of maybe the Bills, I would say, but I think a lot of people are just thinking we're going to lose that game, so whatever. But, yeah, this is the game you have to win. You're going up against the third-string quarterback. The Patriots haven't been doing well at all this season. I don't see them making the playoffs. And if they do, they make it in the last game of the season. So if this is a game you have to win in order to get confidence or morale up in that locker room, I think this is it because there's no doubt that they were dejected after last week. Like you score 45, that offense scores 45 points and you still lose. That's that's depressing, utterly depressing. That's number one. Number two, my score prediction for the game, I don't think this game is actually going to get uh, – I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game at all. I think the defense has had a week to figure it out. I think they have – at least they've taken – I think they've taken over the past week, they've taken steps to prevent what happened last Sunday from happening again. So my score prediction for this game, I'm going to say 27-20. And the only reason I say that is because I know Amon Ross St. Brown's playing. I know DeAndre Swift is back out, but let's be completely honest – the Patriots offense is not potent, but it might be able to do a little bit of damage against the defense. I just think the defense is going to be able to minimize them to 27 points. And uh, last but not least, because you know I have to drink the Kool-Aid, the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. So I hope you boys have fun. I hope we don't lose, because if we do, I will be swearing incessantly. Not in front of my mother, though. Because she's in the car. All right, Dominic. So, I appreciate you, brother. I <laughs> no, appreciate you, too. Lions going to Super Bowl. See you, boys.
Alright, man. Have a good one. Alright, man. Super okay. Bowl. Alright, guys. Hope you this guys, year? I hope you guys all enjoyed the show. <laughs> uh, we'll be back after the game, hopefully talking about a Lion win. Let's get back in the win column and let's have some fun. Let's get some more optimism going here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Lions. I'm out, guys. Peace. Alright, guys. Uh, hopefully you guys all enjoyed the game and we get a win and we'll see you after the game. I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all, it's your boy Malcolm, and I'm out, man. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.